Patrice Bergeron's injury was not as serious as feared, and he will be back in the lineup for tonight's game against the New York Islanders. He was also feeling a bit reflective about the retirement of good friend Tuka Rask on Wednesday. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, February 17th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube, so please do subscribe. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed, free to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, You can also follow along on social media at Locked NHL Bruins on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I am a lifelong Bruins fan, been following, recovering this team for various outlets for about 17 years now. And Patrice Bergeron has been a mainstay over that time. And he will be back in the lineup for tonight's game against the New York Islanders. He was a full participant in practice uh, on Wednesday in New York. And Bruce Cassidy said he looked good, ready to go. So he should be in tonight against the Islanders. And in practice yesterday, he was skating between Taylor Hall and David Posternock. So that should be uh, a pretty, a pretty fun uh, line to watch tonight. Now Bergeron's injury came after Uh, falling awkwardly into the boards uh, at TD Garden after a collision with Sidney Crosby. It led to a laceration that required stitches uh, to the back of his head. There were some concerns about uh, concussions given Bergeron's history with head injuries. Uh, He had one that nearly ended his career back in 2007 when he was hit by Philadelphia's Randy Jones. Bergeron and the team wanted to be sure that there were no lingering effects to his head, especially at this stage in his career. He's not the youngest player anymore. He is an unrestricted free agent, and you just never want to mess around when it comes uh, to the head. Um, he said the team, the trainers wanted to make sure everything was back to normal before he was heading back on the ice for games, taking the time for the swelling to go down, uh, extra precaution with the team doctors that he really did appreciate. Given the fact that it was just a laceration, not a concussion, he said it wasn't one of those injuries where he needed to really think about it. You do want to make sure as an athlete to do the right thing on the ice and play as hard as you can, but also think about your future 
and want to be smart that way. Uh, so that's why he took the extra time uh, to come back. It wasn't to be clear from concussion symptoms. It was just to be as careful as possible for the swelling to go down, uh, the stitch job to, you know, repair the laceration, etc. And that's great news for Bergeron, uh, obviously, that he avoided a concussion and that he's back in the lineup tonight. And like I said, he'll be playing be- between Taylor Hall and David Pasternak. They have been uh, skating with Eric Howla for the last little bit uh, with, you know, Bergeron, Marchand, generally joined by Craig Smith on the top line. Uh, Bergeron said, Pasta and Taylor do have great speed on the wings. One of those things where you try to send them and create something out of nothing. Many times they like to have the puck on their stick. So for Bergeron, it's more trying to get open trying to generate chances for them to get it and trying to read off the wings as much as possible. And I'm pretty excited to see uh, that trio in action. Now, Bergeron also did address uh, the retirement of Tuka Rask. Uh, The first time he addressed the media since that decision was made last week by uh, by the goalie, Bergeron said he was saddened to see Rask hang up his skates after battling through that lengthy rehab process following hip surgery. He said it was hard to see him go through all of it, battling his way back, working extremely hard to feeling good where he could get back to practicing and playing for him to realize that the journey, not the actual injury per se, but lingering stuff is coming up, not able to play to where he thought his standards were, And where he's been his whole career, it's tough. And as a friend, he said it's tough to see. But that being said, the Bruins, their fans, should feel fortunate for what he's done for the organization. I know that Bergeron said to have a friend like him. He's grateful, thankful for all the time they spent together. Wish him all the best looking forward. He knows they'll still be friends. He was over at the house not too long ago. They had some great discussions, and the friendship is going to carry on uh, for sure, which is which is really cool to hear. So Bergeron, on the one hand, you know he knows that he's getting up there as well. He wanted to take the necessary precautions, having seen his friend struggle with a different injury, a lengthy rehab, not quite where he wants to be. Makes you wonder if Bergeron, you know, if he gets to a point where he can still play, but he's not where he wants to be, if that will be a factor in his decisions for the future. But for tonight, he'll be back in the lineup uh, between Hall and Pasternak. His line mate, regular line mate, uh, Brad Marchand, did practice on Wednesday. Uh, He later met with Commissioner Gary Bettman to appeal his six-game suspension. Uh, Bergeron of the suspension said he thinks Brad understands that he might have gone too far. The heat of the moment got the best of him. That being said, Bergeron doesn't think it was worthy of a six-game suspension. Even on the other side, he doesn't think the Penguins thought it deserved a six-game suspension. Understand he's got a history. 
maybe it's a suspendable play because of that, but not six games. And that would be Bergeron's argument. You look around the league, don't think the same type of plays have had that stiff of a punishment. And um, we'll see if there's any decision on the appeal here uh, today before puck drop tonight. I'd be surprised if they reduced it uh, to where he only uh, sat out three games. I could see them maybe reducing it to five so that he's back in action Monday against Colorado. Uh, But there's a chance they could bump it so that he's back tonight or maybe even Saturday against the Ottawa Senators. And we'll take a look at what the lines will look like tonight beyond Bergeron, Hall, and Pasternak here in a moment. But first, a quick word about bet online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where to find the next fire coach, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. It's the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. And it's not just basketball, of course. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to their website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily, presented by Locked On NHL. It's a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing, and you can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed. I'm sure today they will be discussing Canada's big win over USA in the women's hockey gold medal match, as well as discussing both the American and Canadian men's teams failing to advance past the uh, quarterfinal round. So with Bergeron coming back, um, a bit of a trickle-down effect when it comes to the rest of the lineup. The 11-12-13 line will stay intact. Frederick, Coyle, and Smith. Uh, Bruce Cassidy has been pleased with their performance over the past couple games. They've had some success finding the score sheet. Um, So that line will have another chance to dance, if you will. Um, Then we'll have Jake DeBrusque, Eric Howla, Nick Foligno on the third line, Anton Bleed, Thomas Nosek, and Curtis Lazar on the fourth line with Brad Marchand out due to suspension and Jack Stanika looking like he'll be the healthy scratch. It'll be an interesting decision to make when Brad Marchand does come back and everyone remains healthy. Who comes out of the lineup to accommodate uh, Brad Marchand? Is it Trent Frederick? Like I said, that line has been playing pretty well lately. Is it Anton Bleed? Well, that line has been playing pretty well lately as well. Um, is DeBrusque traded? Is Felino the guy who's scratched? Uh, with everybody healthy, Marsha and back looks like Jack Sanika destined to be sent back to the AHL. Will he be traded at some point? Uh, who knows? There's going to be some decisions to be made here in the next week or so about uh, the active roster and uh, and the lineup there. One bit of good news on defense. 
is Jirho Vakaninen could be ready to come back. He's been out the last four games with an upper body injury. He did practice alongside Derek Forbort on the third pair. Uh, decision they're going to mull over and see if he's ready to go back in. If not, I would suspect Connor Clifton will be back on the third pair. And finally, Linus Ulmark will make the start between the pipes on Thursday night. Uh, then they're going to decide Saturday who goes in against the Senators. They probably won't practice Friday. That might determine how they approach it Saturday. Maybe go with the guy who's fresher in Ulmark. But again, it, I guess it's contingent on how he plays tonight against uh, against the Islanders. Now the Islanders, we all know, have been pretty good over the last few seasons, back-to-back trips to the Eastern Conference Final. Right now they are uh, well out of the Eastern Conference wildcard race, 18 points behind the Bruins with 14 games in hand. They're 3-7 and seven over their last uh, 10 games, so they may be in sell mode as the trade deadline approaches here in a couple weeks. Um, so the Bruins, yeah, can ill afford to take a big step back tonight. It would be good if they could come out um, and just grab those two points from the New York Islanders. Uh, they'll be playing old friend Zdeno Chara in this one as well. And, uh, yeah, just need to grab grab those two points from, from the Islanders. There's really no, uh, no two ways about it. Before we uh, look at some news and notes from around the NHL, quick reminder that you can check out the Locked On Bets podcast to get all the latest on your daily plays for tonight. Uh Available wherever podcasts can be found as well. So do check out the Locked On Bets podcast uh, to get some insight and tips into your plays for tonight. Jack Eichel made his debut with the Vegas Golden Knights on uh, on Wednesday. Didn't record a point as the uh, Knights were shut out 2-0 by the Avs. Um an interesting one in this one as Nathan McKinnon leveled Nolan Patrick pretty good, very up high. We all recall uh, Taylor Hall hitting Nathan McKinnon. He was injured mostly because McKinnon's stick got in the way and hit his face. Um, the Avs were pretty hot on Taylor Hall after that one saying that he should have, um, you know, should have stepped up and answered the call to to fight in that one. Let me check the, uh, the old box score. And it uh, doesn't look as though Nathan McKinnon fought. So very interesting. A little um, hypocrisy, perhaps. Nathan McKinnon did not fight against the Avs after knocking out Nolan Patrick after the Avs captain had called out Taylor Hall for not fighting in the same situation. So it's interesting to see 
how that works when uh, the skate is on the other foot, so to speak. When it comes to the latest trade rumors, I did see something the other day linking Marc-Andre Fleury to our Boston Bruins. Charlie Rumiliotis in Chicago believes the Blackhawks won't trade Fleury unless, unless he asks to be traded. Uh, if he does request a trade, they won't send him somewhere he doesn't want to go. Obviously, if he moves, he'd like to go to a place where he can win. Uh, the Oilers and the Capitals could be destinations, but I don't really think uh, it would make sense for the Bruins to add a goalie right now. Uh, Frank Saravelli reports the Blackhawks are listening to offers on Alex DeBrinket and Brandon Hagel. Uh, considerable interest in Hagel signed through 2023-24 with a very manageable 1.5 million salary cap hit. Uh, Hagel might fetch a first round pick and a prospect, according to Frank Cervelli, which is not cheap. Uh, Debrinket, of course, would be a fantastic add. He should have been drafted by the Bruins uh, instead of Trent Frederick that year uh to bring it went in the second round anyways there's always a bunch of trade rumors reports going around uh thomas drance and herman Dayal listed jake debrusque as player that could be on the vancouver canucks radar i'm sure the bruins would be interested in making a deal with the canucks there's several players who could be attractive to them, including JT Miller, uh, Connor Garland, perhaps even Brock Besser, Bo Horvat. Uh, it would take DeBrusque plus, plus, plus in order to get some of those players out of Vancouver. Um, again, still five weeks before the trade deadline, plenty of time to uh, decide what they're going to do. Uh, but the Canucks and Bruins could be uh, trade partners here in uh in the next several days or weeks that's it for today's episode of locked on boston ruins a bit of a short and sweet one thank you so much for for taking some time to listen uh apologize for not getting any guests on lately it's been rather crazy around here and it's difficult to coordinate uh but i hope you're enjoying these solo episodes and i'll try to have a friend or uh media member on here soon to discuss the Boston Bruins. Um, obviously, we'll be watching the Bruins game tonight. I restarted Baskets last night, which is on Disney Plus up here in Canada. Uh, very many LOLs in that one, high LOL per 60 if you're an advanced stats person. And I really uh, do enjoy that show a lot. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. It's a rainy day here. But we're expecting some snow, another hit of winter. And uh, it's a family day weekend up here in Canada as well. My parents are finally coming to celebrate uh, Christmas with the family as we weren't able to travel to Ottawa over the holidays. A little life update there for you. And I hope you are all doing well, taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. And we'll be back tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Podcast Network your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.